Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. Well, good to you all. We thank God for another day. We thank Him for our health and for our strength, for everything He's done for us. It is an honor and a blessing to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Children had a memory verse. Their memory verse was number 622 through 26. And as we were going over it, I started thinking, what does that really mean? When God blessed the children of Israel, what does that really mean? What does it look like? So I looked it up. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. There's Numbers 6, 22 to 26. We're going over Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 9. Matthew 10, 32 to 33. Isaiah 42, 5 through 8. Psalms 27, 8 through 9. Psalms 18, 27 through 32. And Exodus 33, 19. Let us rise. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for waking us up this morning in our right mind. Thank you, my God, for everything that you have done for us. Thank you, my Father, for giving us the strength to come together one more time. My Father, be in this service today, my God. Thank you for being here today, my God. My Father, thank you for all that you have done for us. And Lord, let this word fall upon good ground. In the name of Jesus, that we may bring forth a hundredfold. Don't let me speak anything that is not of you, my God. But bless me to only speak what you want me to speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So in Numbers, the sixth chapter, and the 22nd verse, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the Aaron and unto his son, saying, On this wise... Ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. The word bless, we're going to go to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, 1 through 9. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy sword. 
Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and a holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. See, that word bless, it means as an act of adoration, to congratulate someone, to make your enemies kneel before you. God will show us a deep love and respect. He will show that he cares. He will show affection towards us, which means that his desire is that we prosper. His desire is that we make it something in life. It is not the will of God that any should perish, but his desire is that we are all prosperous. His desire is that we are happy, that we are filled with power and the Holy Ghost. His desire is for us to be somebody above and not beneath. That is what the word blessed means. And he said, you will bless the children of Israel and put my name upon them. We are not just something that God created. We are his best creation that he created. He loves everything that he made. And he said when he made Adam and Eve and the plants and the animals, that everything that God made was good and very good. We corrupt ourselves but God made us good to begin with and it was said on Friday if you want to enjoy a good piece of fruit you have to peel off the, the peeling in order to enjoy the good juiciness that is on the inside well God created us good in his image but the flesh has overtaken us of what we do so we got to peel this flesh apart so that we can enjoy what God has created on the inside. But he said, I'm going to bless them. The last Sunday we talked about your hour to come, but the hour of pain and sorrow is not always. There is an hour of happiness and an hour of joy that God wants us to be happy. Yes, we're going to go through stuff. Yes, we have to fight. Yes, we have to go and get what God gave us. But through it all, we can have peace of mind. Through no matter what happens, we can still have the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. God didn't just tell us, you know what, go and get this. And that's that. He said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make it possible for you to be prosperous because without Jesus, we can do nothing. He said, I'm going to set you in high regard to speak well of you that you will prosper. That's what the word bless means. He said, and you will say, say the Lord bless thee. He's going to set you on high. In another scripture, he said, you will be the head and not the tail. You will lend to many nations and not borrow. You will be able to fulfill the scripture when he says, lend to them that ask of you and expect nothing in return because you will have an abundance to give when God blesses your life. You're going to be blessed when you go out. You're going to be blessed when you come in. No matter what you put your hands to, it will be blessed if you just stay with the Lord. We're going to go to Matthew 10, 32 through 33. 
Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. You know, that word blessed means to speak well of. And that's what Jesus does. He mediates between us and God. He speaks well of us when we keep his commandments. He's the one that when we slip, he's the one that tells God, I already paid for all of that. That sin that they did, I already paid for that. Not to give us the, uh, the authority to go and sin all that we want, but when we slip, he already covered all of that. The penalty that we had to pay through death was already taken care of. And when we see that we are keeping his commandments and that we are trying, he also talks good about us to his father. He said, I'm going to confess you to my father. I'm going to let him know and remind him that I died for you already. I'm going to remind him that you are my disciples. I'm going to ask and pray and talk good about you. Father, make them one even as we are one. I'm going to speak good on your behalf. How many times do you go somewhere and you just hope somebody puts in a good word for you? You want that good job and you hope that you know somebody that works there. And if you do, you ask them, hey, put in a good word for me. No matter where you're going, no matter what you want, I don't care if you're trying to get a car or whatever. If you know somebody, you automatically say, put in a good word for me. Not 90% of the time. I won't say automatically because maybe some people don't. But... The majority of people want that good word. And when you're at work and they slander your name, it hurts. It hurts when they talk bad about you at your own job or wherever you are. But Jesus said, I don't want to talk bad about you. I'm going to speak good about you. When we keep his commandments, he speaks good about us. And he's the one that has the authority to say, let them in or don't let them in. Bless what they do or don't bless what they do. Remember the children of Israel when they murmured against Moses. They weren't complaining to man. They were complaining to God. But what did Moses say? He first, he stood up for the children of Israel. And when God was about to kill him, he spoke good about the children of Israel. And he said, didn't you bring them out by your own power? Don't you have mercy? And I'm paraphrasing, so don't quote me word for word. Don't you have power to deliver them and to forgive them? Shouldn't a God as your Yourself, be merciful and forgive your people. He spoke on their behalf. He said, well, even if they did bad, blot me out and let them go. But the second time, he didn't speak good about them. When they murmured in the matter of Korah, he prayed and he said, don't accept their offering. Don't listen to their prayers. He did not speak good about them. And that's what Jesus is saying. If you confess me before men, I will confess you before my father. But if you deny me, I will deny you before my father, which is in heaven. If we run around and deny Jesus, he already promised us, I'm going to deny you too. And if Jesus says, I don't know them, you really think God is going to say, okay, well, go ahead and come on in? I don't think so. If Jesus tells his father, I don't know those people. I never knew them. You ain't going nowhere but one place. It is prepared for you. And that is hell. But when he speaks good about you, you will be blessed no matter what you do. It will be blessed if you didn't even try that hard. But things are just blessed when God says, bless 
my people. He doesn't go back on his word. He means bless them. And how and all of us should know that when God does something, he don't do things on a small little scale either. He does things humongous. When you are blessed, you are blessed indeed. When you go out, when you come in, when you sit down, if you go to the store, you're blessed. If you go out and try to look at a piece of property, you're blessed to bless somebody else. You are always blessed if you stay with God. He said, bless my people Israel. We're going to Isaiah 42, 5 through 8. Thus says God the Lord. He that created the heavens and stretched them out. He that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it. He that giveth breath unto the people upon it and spirit to them that walk therein. I the Lord have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles, to open the blind eyes to bring out the prisoners from prison them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. You know, he says in the in in the twenty-fifth chapter, no, the twenty-fourth verse of number six, he said, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. To keep means to set a hedge about, to guard something, to protect it, to tend to it, to preserve it, to save it, to watch over it. He said, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. He's going to watch over you night and day. He's going to preserve you. He's going to put a hedge about you that when the devil does desire to sift you as we, Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. When the devil wants to go and just steal and kill and destroy you, Jesus has already spoke good concerning you and the devil cannot have his way in your life. Because God has already heard the testimony of his son. They are my disciples. And the, the, you got a hedge of protection about you. Your life is hid in Christ. So if we stay with him, we will reign with him. We will be protected in him. We will be looked over in him as long as we stay with Jesus. There's nothing that we, can worry, we need to worry about. He said, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. And make his face, face means to be in his presence, his light, his countenance, the forefront of God. He passed by Moses and he said, I'm going to make all my goodness pass before you. And then I'm going to put my hand over you and you can see my back part because no man can see my face and live. But in this scripture, he's saying you can even see my forefront, not in the flesh, but in the spirit. You can see the full glory of God working in your life. He's not going to turn his back on you. He promised I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said, no man can see my face and live. Well, guess what? We already killed our flesh. So now we live in the spirit. We can see the glory of God because our flesh cannot see him, but the spirit can. We can live spiritually in God. And he said he will not put a cap on the wisdom that he gives us. He's not going to stop us. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. If you set yourself apart from the world and be with Christ, he will show you his glory. He said, I'm going to show you the forefront. I'm going to let you be in my presence. 
and the Lord bless the children of Israel. There's a lot of pain that we go through. There's tears that we cry. But we need to understand that God has never left us. He has never let anything happen to us for no reason. He's always been there. And if we learn how to give thanks when something bad is going on, we will understand that it was meant for our good. And we will be able to see the glory of the Lord in everything that we go through. He said, I'm going to hold your hand. You're not going to have to walk through this by yourself. I'm going to hold your hand and I will walk with you and I will protect you. We don't have nothing to worry about when the king of kings is holding our hand. We have nothing to worry about. Children, they get scared. They run to their parents. And for some reason in their mind, and it happened in my mind as a child, that my dad was the protection. That's all that I needed was him. And if he said, everything's going to be all right, you can take that to the bank as far as I was concerned. Because everything was going to be okay. If Pop said it, that's all that I needed to hear. We would get sick and run to mom. And if she said, Jesus, then you have issues. And you need to get it right. But if she just looked at you and kind of ignored you, you were good to go. There wasn't that serious of a problem. And it's the same way with God. When you have a problem and you run to God, he's all you need. When he says woe, then it's woe unto you. But until that day, he's, he's everything that you need. He's not going to go nowhere. Your problems are small in his eyes. They might be big to us, but they're nothing in his eyes. He plays with the devil like the devil is a little bird in a cage. The devil can only do what God allows him to do. So he went and he wanted Peter. The devil wanted Peter badly. And so much that Jesus said he desires to have you. I can imagine the devil constantly let me get him. But God would say, no, he's not ready yet. I'm not going to give you somebody that's not ready to fight yet because God's not willing that we should perish. So he's going to make sure we're ready before we even go through something. So if we go through something, we should know in our mind, I'm going through this because I can make it. And I'm going to come out okay. I'm going to come out victorious. And the bigger the battle, the bigger the victory. The smaller the battle, the smaller the victory. You fight and fight and fight. And when you get done, your victory is big. And you have a great time to rejoice. But if it's only something small and you stood it out of the way, you're, you got the victory. But it's not that much to celebrate but that man he, he protected a parcel of ground by himself and the bible says that his hand claved to the sword he became one with his sword but he won and when he won the bible said it was a great deliverance don't let go because god is with you and he has already commanded he said i have commanded my blessings to overtake you which means they're gonna follow you no matter where you go, my blessings will follow you. Then they're going to overtake you. And you're not going to have room enough to receive all the good things that God has for you. If you stay on the path of Jesus. We're going to Psalms 27, 8-9. When thou sayest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. I not thy face far from me, put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. See, when Jesus was on the cross, God turned his face from him. 
and there was darkness. I believe it was from the sixth hour to the ninth or from the third to the sixth. I always get those mixed up. But anyway, it was for three hours that God turned his face and there was darkness. And Jesus cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because when you're not in the presence of the Lord, you are nothing. You don't have anything. You can't do nothing. You feel lost. You, nothing works when you're not in the presence of the Lord because God is the light that shines in our lives. So if God's not there, we are walking in darkness. We stumble. We fall. We're not prosperous. Everything seems to crash because we cannot see where we're going. But when Jesus shines his face on you, you can see everything. You know where you're going. You know what to do. You know to choose right from wrong because you can see very clear when God shines his face on you. And he wants to be face to face. He says, I am not even at your mouth. He wants to be close to us. He said on this wise, bless the children of Israel. Said the Lord, bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. To shine his face on us means to enlighten, to give a fire, to kindle. The Bible says that Jesus would baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That is what it means to shine his face on us is when he sends us the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost that will teach us about him. He shines his face on us. This is the blessing that God has for all of us if we just stay with his son. All of us get this blessing. Yeah, we might have to cry a couple times, but we have a promised blessing for the rest of our lives. The word shine also means resplendent. That word means attractive and impressive through being richly colorful and sumptuous. Which Jesus made them back in the day, the priests, they were clothed with these robes and they were meant for beauty and for honor. And now we have the robe of righteousness so that we can be beautiful in the sight of God. He said, I beautify the meek with salvation. He did not create us to just leave us. He created us, had a plan for us, made it possible for us. And now it's our choice to receive it or to leave it. But he said, I beautify the meek with salvation. This is what the blessing that God told Moses to bless the children of Israel. And if this was done in the flesh, what do you think the blessing looks like spiritually today through the power of the Holy Ghost? We have no idea what spirit we're dealing with. Just hold on to Jesus and we will do this. He said, and be gracious. Exodus 33, 19. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. He will be gracious. The word gracious means to bend or stoop in kindness to an in inferior person which means God himself respects us and we are definitely inferior to him but what did Jesus do to his disciples he washed their feet he bowed down not in a disrespectful way or as in he was serving them in an ungodly way but he served the ones that should have been serving he bowed down to his disciples and washed their feet 
This is the blessing that God had blessed the children of Israel with. Though I sit high, yet I look low. Though I am God above all gods, I created heaven and I created the earth. I created the fullness thereof. I still have so much respect for you. I will bow down to help you. I will bring my conversation to your level where you can understand. I will get all of my wisdom and knowledge and give you enough to make you grow. Because if God gave us everything at one time, we would not be able to handle it. Or even possibly kind of understand it. There were so many people in the Bible that did see the glory of the Lord or even an angel and would fall down as if they were dead. But he gives us what we can understand. He brings his conversations down to our little level so we can grow. It's like when a parent chops up the food really good so their baby can begin to eat and to grow and become mature. He does the same thing for us, breaks it all the way down so that we can grow. He doesn't have to do that. He's God. He could be like, take it or leave it. You going to heaven doesn't help me. And if you go to hell, it doesn't help me. All is mine. Everything that you see is mine. And all the things that you don't see are mine. But that's not how he feels about us. So we should also feel the same way about each other. Not to be puffed up, not to think that we're better. But the Bible says to think that someone else is better than you. Because Jesus, King of Kings, stooped down and washed his disciples' feet to somebody that was inferior to him. But he did it. That's the kind of love that God has for his creation. That's the kind of love that God does for us. It means to favor and to move to favor by petition. That's what gracious means, to move to favor by petition. And what did Jesus pray for his disciples? Father, make them one. Move them from flesh to, to spiritual and make them one with us. They're no longer a vessel of dishonor, but make them a vessel of honor with us. He moved us by requesting that we could be like him. He was gracious unto us and still is gracious unto all of us. Let us receive this blessing and hold on to it. When you're going through some, I encourage you, read this. When you feel like times are just, I'm about ready to give it up, read this. Read this passage because he said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever, and I change not. He didn't change his plan for you. We change the course that we're going at times, but God's plan for you has never changed. You might miss it if you don't want to do it, but he didn't change his plan for you. Hell wasn't created for you, and today it's not created for you. Heaven was created for you. Now, you can miss it if you want to, but it was created for you. And if we decide to go to hell, it still is going to be created for us. We just didn't go. The supermarket has all the food that we want, but if we don't go get it, it doesn't change the supermarket. We just didn't go get it. Heaven was created for you. But if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. How was it? But if you want it, go on and go. But do like they said, go first class. Don't, don't be miserable on this earth and then go to hell. That, that would really be sad. So if you're going to go, go first class. But these blessings are for us. All of them for us. God blessed us beyond, and I didn't even finish looking. Of, there's just so much. That little passage has so much in it that God has blessed us. Well, we need to hold on to it. If you're struggling, read that. And remember, God's got me. 
If you feel like you're fighting, read that. Remember, God's got you. No matter what you go through, remember, God has got you. But at the same time, when he blesses you a lot, read that. Remember, your blessings came from God. It wasn't for what we did. It's what God did. It's because he commanded his blessing, so we had no choice but to be overtaken by it. Because when God commands something, it will happen, period. Stay with God. Stay strong. Memorize this. It will help you in hard times. When you get sad or lonely or hurt or whatever happens, if you memorize that, it will help you in really hard times to remind you that God only wants you to be blessed. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. We're going to open the altar if anyone wants prayer, just come up. If you do keep God in your life, religion is the number one deal breaker of 90% of relationships. Because God will call the man to go do something, and if the woman doesn't want to follow because she wants to go this way, there's a great, great division. But when God calls a man, and I'm not being whatever they want to call that word, I think it's called the sexist or whatever, I'm not. It's just in the Bible that God created the woman to get help meet for the man. So if God calls him, Eric, you need to go here, you need to do this, you need to be here, you need to pray, you need to do this, and you don't support that, there's going to be that crack, that breach in the relationship where the devil can get in and drive anything he wants. But if you guys do that and let God be in the center, it will always work. Always work.
my God, for another day. Thank you, my God, for all that you have done for us. Thank you, my God, for your many blessings, for your mighty outstretched hand. Thank you, my God, for all the things that you have shown us. My God, I thank you and I bless you for being so good to us, my God. If it wasn't for you, we would not be here. Thank you for commanding your blessings to overtake us, and we won't have room enough to receive them. Bless us to hold on to your promises. Hold on when times get rough to know that you are with us, to know that you are holding our hand, to know that you will walk with us, to know that you will never leave us, nor forsake us. Thank God when the enemy comes in like a flood. Lift up a standard for us, but don't take us out of the fight. Let us win. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to be more conquerors. We want to overcome. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is because of you why we are here today. It's because of your love and your compassion. Yes, God. Thank you. That fails not, my God. Yes, Lord. Yes. And Lord, I ask in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you will watch over everyone, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you will bless him, keep him, strengthen him. May the functions be on things above and Lord, on things of the earth. And let him remember whatever it came from you. Yes, Let him keep you at the top of the list in his life. Let him keep you in the center of his heart. Let him keep you in the middle of his mind. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Lord, my God, as you created him to be the head, my God. Lord, as this relationship goes on, my God. I'm asking in the name of Jesus that you will bless him, oh Lord God, to lead your people, to lead this relationship, to be in control but not controlling, to be the head of God that we love, in compassion, and to treat her as a weaker vessel, in the mighty name of Jesus, and no matter what goes on, you will be in the center of their lives, you will hold them together, you will make every bad decision go away and teach them how to make the right decisions. You will give them the discernment between right and wrong. And my Father help her to be a help meet for him in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you let him follow and the reverence in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. And let the blessing of Abraham and Sarah be upon them in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Lord, my God, I thank you, Lord, and I praise your name. Lord, keep them under the shadow of your wings until the danger passes by. Lord, bless us all to keep you in the center of our lives, to be guarded about with truth in Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Lord, bless us, my God. Let your blessing be upon us. My God, that our light will shine because you shine in us and we may shine in this world that the whole world will know that there 
God in Israel, that the whole world will know that you rule in heaven and in earth. In the mighty name of Jesus, my Father, let your spirit move each and every one of us. Let your spirit be free to use us, to talk to us, to lead us, to guide us in the path of righteousness. My Father, let the Holy Ghost be free, O oh Lord. Don't let us quench the Holy Spirit. Don't let us quench in the name of Jesus. But let us be free to worship you in spirit and in truth, my God. Lord, if there's any embarrassment, if there's any shyness, move it out of the way that we may be able to lift your name up high in Jesus' wonderful name. My Father, anoint our voices. Let us sing to the glory and the honor of you, my God. Let us pray to the glory and the honor of God. Let us lift up holy hands. Make us holy, for you are holy. Make us perfect, for you are perfect. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the blessings of the Lord fall upon us and let the Holy Ghost move richly in our lives. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Lord my God, I thank you and I praise you. Lord, bless these marriages, oh Lord God. Lord, remember Brandon, oh my God. Remember his wife and his children. Remember all of those that are trying to serve you and have been deterred by God. Lord, put a roadblock on every path that is not about you, my God, that they will have to turn around and will go back to you. Nevertheless, not our will, but let thy will be done in all of our lives, my God. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name, Lord, you are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are God Almighty, and besides you, there is no God.
for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May He keep you. May He shine His face always upon you, and may he forever keep you in 